right, all right. Join the Journey family, friends, and guests. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. Today, we are reading Ecclesiastes 7, but we are also, as a church, continuing our 21 Days of Prayer and Fasting campaign. So if you are listening to this episode on the day it comes out, today is day 16, and our prompt is to reflect on the forgiveness offered through Jesus Christ. Confessed areas of your life where you have sought to control or manage sin. And the scripture referenced is Psalm 32, 5. So, Before you continue on with your day, take some time. Make sure to prioritize prayer. But all of that said, I am here with today's Devo writer, Mr. Craig Wenning. Hey, everybody. Craig, it's good to have you back. It's been a little while. We will link your past episode in in the description. But for those who don't know you, what has God done in your life? Yeah, God's done a lot. Gosh, we've been here as, as members of this church for the last 18 years. I've been married just over that, so it'll be 19 this summer to my wife, Julie. Um, Thanks. We have three kids, 15, 13, and 11. I'll have a student driver. He's a student driver now, but he'll be fully driving here this September, which oh, is pretty yeah. wild. That is and, wild. Um, Are you nervous? Are you uh, no, all right? no, he's good. He he is a very responsible. He takes after his mom. Very responsible young man. And, <laughs> good, good. Yeah. So it's just you know th- this passage kind of ties in with a little bit of just time has a way of flying by, and, mm. and for me, I can't believe I've blinked and you know. I'm kind of an adult in this church now that I've been here 18 years, so wow. it's kind of fun. it is fun. And what do you do for work? Yeah, I work in investments. I have a pretty eclectic background. I did investment banking back in the day, technology, investment management. I was on staff at Watermark years ago, um, left staff about 14 years ago. So, yeah, really eclectic, different background. It's so fun. And if somebody asked you, Craig, who is Jesus to you? Yeah, he's my Savior. Uh, he's everything. I mean, I, I was just in Cuba last week telling people about Christ. And, you know, there they think that if you just get make it to America, that if you have all this money, everything will be fine. Mm-hmm. And you realize that, you know, there's a God-sized hole in your heart. You fill with a bunch of stuff, and it's Christ is the answer. And so, uh, you know, he's my everything. As much as I love my family, they are very second to, to Christ. And that's kind of a foreign concept in a place where family really matters. Mm-hmm. And so it's just fun to tell people about you know, it's not America that makes you happy or money or things or great jobs or great kids. It's Christ. And so that's been fun to live out. It's really good, Craig. Well, today we are in Ecclesiastes 7, and I'm just going to kick it to you. What you got for us? Yeah, uh, this is, I chose this passage. Uh, I read a book called Living Life Backwards by David Gibson. He is a, a pastor of a mega church in Aberdeen, Scotland, has 150 people. In and he's, Scotland. In Scotland. He's 150 just, people. Yeah, he's just a really unique guy who, um, this was a sermon series he did on Ecclesiastes, and he wrote this book. And this passage jumped out to me, and I'd never noticed in Ecclesiastes 7 that it talks about better as a, a day of mourning or a, a day of death and a day of birth, and that kind of funerals are better than parties. And you just sort of think about that, and as you get older, you realize someday, you know, that will be me mm-hmm. um, in a casket, and I'd be wise to live in light of that reality. And, you know, we all want to be intentional and not waste our life, but somehow we wake up, and in my case, you know, my high school reunion was— uh, 30 years mm. high school reunion was just this past year and gosh I've got a student driving and I've been in this church for 18 years and I'll blink again and it'll be another 18 years and so I'd be wise to, to live in light of that reality that we'll, we are all going to die someday mm-hmm. and so Ecclesiastes 7 really breaks down that passage and um, it's just you know this is Solomon who we think is sort of sometimes maybe this jaded guy who had all of these success and lived a life worthy of God's call and kind of lost his way and then he's kind of jaded at the end but in reality he's just warning us of like hey guys 
I've lived this. You'd be wise to think about that someday you will pass. And how do you want to live in light of that? Mm-hmm. And so I thought it'd be really fun to break down this passage. And uh, for anyone who wants to go deeper, this book, uh, Living Life Backwards by David Gibson is phenomenal. Um, and he really encourages you to read it alongside Ecclesiastes, not instead of, which I think is really important. Mm-hmm. That's good. I'm, I'm looking here at your discussion questions that you, you posted on your Devo. Would it be all right if I asked you one of them? Yeah, sure. Hope I thought about it before. You you said if you knew you were going to die in twelve months, would you live your life any differently? Yeah. How how does that question land with you? Yeah, it's, it's a really personal question. Thanks for asking it. My dad um, died of Lewy body dementia and Parkinson's in 2018, and um, and for me that was when I was in my 40s, watching him pass and just watching him realize that he knew he was going to die. And when you look at this question, and they've they've kind of studied across many different people groups across the world, and when everyone has a very short time to live, they really focus on relationships. They want to be around the table, eating a meal, laughing, telling stories, reminiscing, and you know, there's nothing sweeter than that. Occasionally, some people will throw a bucket list item, I want to go skydiving and somewhere. But generally, it's with the people they love, just in relationship. It's not accomplishments. It's not success. It's not achievement. And so, you know, for me, I've tried to live my life in a series of 12-month increments because my dad had Parkinson's and Lewy body dementia. His dad had Parkinson's. Mm -hmm. His dad's dad had a tremor. And so there's three generation of men in my family that have all suffered from pretty significant Mm -hmm. illness late in their life. And so I I kind of think of it as, I don't know how many good years I have, and I'm going to use them to the fullest Mm -hmm. while I have them. And so if it's a, a trip to Cuba to go tell people about Jesus, I'm in. If it's a hey, there's a guy's trip going here or, you know, families are doing this. Like, I'm trying to make the most of the time we have knowing that I know it's short Mm -hmm. and for me it feels shorter. And you think that would be like a death sentence or some crazy guilt, but it's really freeing just to live in a way that you go, I have no idea how long I have. We all know that, but uh, it gives you great peace knowing that I I don't, you know, 12 months or or 12 years, I'm going to live them to the fullest. Mm -hmm. So it's fun. Craig, how do you balance those heavy moments like you shared about your father with the fun moments of life. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, this past week in Cuba is kind of telling because we had some of the most gut-wrenching conversations with people, telling people mm-hmm. about Jesus, people receiving Christ, people not receiving Christ. Um, I was with one guy who, he lost his wife, and I'm trying to tell his three boys that it's worth it to follow God. And you may be angry at God right now because your mom just died, but it's worth it. And, you know, you go from that to then going to dinner with a group of guys and just laughing and telling mm-hmm. stories. We had a, there was one where I literally shared Christ with a guy who receives Christ while his dog dies right in front of us. And the contrast of that is just like bizarro. And we're all sort of telling all these stories and there's laughter and there's tears and there's joy. And so um, I, I go back to the, the Jimmy V when he, you know, was reason he was cancer. It's like, if you can cry and laugh in the same day, it's a full day. And mm-hmm. so, um, you know, part of, even living life backwards and this whole Ecclesiastes 7 is, you know, laughter around a meal, it's good medicine. We, we learn about that elsewhere in Proverbs, and it's just, it's so good for the soul to laugh. And so, you know, our family, one of our core values is is laughter. I mean, mm-hmm. we try and laugh in, in, in just every day. And so if there's a funny joke or a funny story, um, sometimes it can be this really sweet story wrapped with a funny story. I mean, a, a dog dying is just so bizarro in the middle of an evangelistic sharing. Um, and yet there, we found humor in that because it's just only God can do these crazy things mm-hmm. in Cuba. So. That's amazing, Craig. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. As we get close to wrapping up, any any final thoughts from Ecclesiastes 7? You know, live in light of, of the end. And if you know where you're going and you know uh, life's short, 
uh, you'd be wise to think about it. The one I like to think about is just, you know, what will be said at your funeral, uh, who will say it, and, and what's the dissonance between what you want to be said and what will be said, and how do you close that gap through the power of Christ? And so, to me, I don't like—no one really likes to think about death, but if you think about it, it really gives you way more freedom to live, and I think this sort of dark, scary thought of, oh, gosh, I don't want to think about that I'm going to die. Well, guess what? You are, mm-hmm. and you'd be wise to do it. And so I just think making it a little bit more, just like at Watermark, we've really talked about no conversations off limits, whether it's money, whether it's sex and intimacy. We lead foundation groups, and the, the thought of people walking into a group thinking, there's no way I'm going to talk about that. And by the time we get there, it's, it's a very normal conversation. It's a very healthy conversation. Mm-hmm. And I would argue that death is the same way. We'd be wise to, as a family, talk about death and not fear it and not have our kids be super scared about what happens if mom or dad go, but to go, hey, this is God's design and we'd be wise in Christ to really think about that. So I'd encourage people in that way. That's good, Craig. I, I want to repeat the question that, that you threw in there. At your funeral, what's the difference between what you want to be said and what will be said? I think that's a good thing for our listeners to reflect on and, and myself as well as, as we close. So Craig, thank you for being here. Yeah, you bet. And as always, I'm so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.